Welcome, everybody. It is Michael, and this is a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. What a week. Lots to get caught up on, lots to look forward to, lots of insights of a comedic nature. Yet every once in a while, you will pause and you're like, wow, I never thought about it that way. All right. <laughs> Enough of that. Um, let's let's jump right into it. As always, uh, there was there's going to be three segments. Yes, there's going to be news, news, and more news. We got uh, an A block, a B block, and the Patreon people get their own special show. Yeah, they get a segment of their own. Why? Because they're freaking awesome. Okay. Uh, maybe the maybe the theme song will make a, a reappearance. I don't know, but yes, just know. <laughs> It's right here. It's in my lap, and we're ready to go. So let's dive in. Here's what we have on the show. We're going to be talking, oh, of course, about the fantastic uh, episode of That Show Tonight that is available for everybody to watch. We're going to be talking the good, lots of lots of good stuff, lots of fun stuff. Uh, the return of Trump. Yes, the CNN appearance. We're going to talk about that. We got some stand updates to tell you about at West Nyack with myself and Joseph DeVito and David Landau. Uh, Tucker Carlson, some other Twitter news. They got a new CEO. We're going to be talking about that. Hunter Biden and the Biden family uh, laptop. Ooh, it's coming. It's coming. And then, uh, oh my God, uh, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly. She's ready to tussle. Megan's been getting legit. And some Zelda, some new Zelda news. And of course, other stuff, uh, more stuff from the world of entertainment. But let's, uh, let's begin. I have to, I have to. Here's the, here's what it, I just had a, uh, we did the show. We did that show tonight. Uh, and then I had to hop in the car and take a long drive. And here's what happens. Just so you guys know. Uh, whenever I'm in the car, I've been listening a lot to the the Tom Pay Tom Petty the Tom Petty uh, XM radio show, and that's why it's always like the heavily infused Tom Petty action. I think that's it. Podcast, the Loftus Party podcast. So get off your ass. Start telling your little jokes on the podcast. Okay, let's let's di dive in. There's too much to cover. We cannot waste time. Boy, ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. Let's first discuss uh, the Trump on CNN. Now, just so you guys know, on that show tonight, our plan is this. And if you if you have subscribed to that show tonight, you're freaking awesome, and I love you because you get it. And if you haven't subscribed uh, to that show tonight, go to thatshowtonight.com and subscribe. You'll be glad you did. We're going to be offering up, yes, we do the sketch comedy show. We do the videos, and there's the music, and the musical guests, and the guests hosts, and all that lovely stuff. We're also going to be uh, doing another show there. Here's here's the plan. Here's the plan. Uh, because politics is downstream from pop culture, and more needs to be done in pop culture, blah, 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 blah. 
So we want to, and I don't want to jinx anything uh, by talking about it before it's ready. But one of the things that we want to do is like a fun, like a uh, panel show, you know, where people are sitting around talking, yucking it up, and there's still, you know, comedy and music and all that good stuff. So we did one of those on uh, last Saturday night, last Friday night. It's available now. And the reviews are coming in. And we're a smash. We're a smash. It was a lot of fun. My buddy uh, Kent Emmons came out and was one of the panelists. We had Gerard Michaels, Michelle Fox, Jake Anarino. And my buddy Kent Emmons, who might be, uh, he's being wooed. He's being wooed by the GOP to run for Senate in California. Yeah, going up for Dianne Feinstein's seat. So uh, whatever. I think it's I think it's awesome. So some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about on the podcast, we, we kind of covered on the show a little bit, but, you know, you're doing things for, for jokes and for time, and you know how it is uh, here on the podcast. It's freewheeling, bitches. It's freewheeling. So now it's, it's just me, and I don't have to worry about guests or anything. There's no guest today, so I can just let it rip. So let's talk about Trump on CNN and how... Uh, I, I, I don't think I could have loved that more. I thought that was completely awesome. And yes, it was in New Hampshire. And God bless uh, the other like Trumpy Von Trump people who came and were in the audience. Because that was great. The rounds of applause that he was getting. And it was so awesome to see. I don't even know who that chick was who uh, who was the interviewer or the... She was laughable. It was... Hmm. I want to be careful how I say this. Well, not careful, maybe a little bit pickier. It, it was easy to laugh at it because she was such an, a total failure. I mean, it was beyond combative. That chick was beyond combative. So do you want to answer the question? I'm trying to answer the question. Do you want me to answer the question? I, I want you to answer. That's why I asked the question. Da -da -da -da. She was just such a little. And when Trump was like, you know what? You're a nasty person. You're not a good person. <laughs> It was great. It was shades of Trump 2015. Because I'll remind you guys, I was late to the Trump train. I really was. I had friends who were like, dude, this guy's the real deal. He's legit. He could win. And I was just like, oof, oof. I wasn't feeling it. But boy, howdy, I was feeling it when I was watching the CNN thing. We were in rehearsals and we were filming uh, for that show tonight, we we're doing some skits. Oh my God. There's a couple things, you guys, on that show tonight. A couple skits that we did literally destroyed me. Like one, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. I don't want to say which one, but I can't wait for you to see it. I was legit. It was one of those, I had to, I had to put my head down. I was laughing so hard. So, uh, we took a little break from uh, from rehearsing and recording. We watched some of the, the Trump CNN thing and it was just freaking awesome. It was just awesome. And you know, you, you if you're thinking, oh, has he lost a step or has he changed? Or is he like, remember how combative in the, in the first debate he was where like he was really going after Biden and you were like, oof, not a good look, not a good look. Uh, the CNN thing where he just dominated when he, when she was talking to him about, uh, you know, January 6th 
And he goes, you want to know what I said? You want to, let me, let me say. And he, he brought out the piece of paper that he literally brought receipts. Oh my Lord. It was great. It was great. And let the world say, because that's, that's, that's why AOC was freaking out. That's why everybody on the left was freaking out. You've given him, he's completely taken over. You've given him this thing. You let him, like, ha, ha, ha. That's what you get. They thought they were going to get Trump on CNN and just eradicate him. I am the eradicator. And it didn't work. It didn't work. So, ha, ha. Sorry, CNN. But the Donald was in uh, was in rare form. And that's that. If he just, of course, I, I can't stand it when people pretend. Like, you always see the pundits like, uh, here's what Trump needs to do. Here's what... I'm not doing that because those are the, those are the same idiots who none of those people in the, uh, the, 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 the race leading up to 2016, none of them would have uh, advised him to do what he did, right? I would encourage Donald to do that. Just keep that same mindset, that same mindset. Just be the counter puncher, be cool as a cucumber. Keep doing that. Don't go, don't go crazy offense. Slow and steady wins the race. He's got a great energy. And that's why they were flipping out. They were flipping, flipping out. He had a great time on CNN. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And yes, yes, that is, uh, I was thinking about this today too. Because I was on the Gutfeld show like a week ago Monday now. I'm trying to think about when this comes out. And they were talking about the polls and Trump over DeSantis and all that stuff. And and I was just like, uh, yeah, Trump's doing well in the polls. People can remember. People can remember. Wow, shit was great in 2016. Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about what the media said. The media was all like, oh, here we go. It's World War III. There's going to be nukes. This is unprecedented. He's making enemies. He's doing like the media desperately wanted your panties in a twist. They wanted America so annoyed with an, with a, with the idea of another day of, oh my gosh, it's so dysfunctional. He's doing it. It was just, it was seriously, if you could, if you could tune out the media, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, those were some jamming good years. They were fantastic. Peace in the Middle East talking to Kim Jong-un. There weren't missiles flying around everywhere. We weren't worried about ISIS. We didn't have to worry about gas prices. We didn't have to worry about inflation. We didn't have to worry about, oh, I have to buy a, a, a an electric car because the government's going to make me and, oh, they're going to take my gas stoves and, oh, I got It was legit good times. And when I was on Gutfeld, they were talking about the, uh, the, the poll numbers for Trump. And I'm like, yeah, people can remember everything was better. It was great. And, and like, on, I was home that night and I was like, ooh, was I like super Trumpy? Was I like super Trumpy on that show? And then I was thinking about it and like, why wouldn't I be super Trumpy? It's like, you've got, uh, the, the Democrats look like they're going to run Joe Biden. I have thoughts on that too, by the way. I got to make a note of that to tell you what I, I'll tell you what I think is really going to happen. And uh, and Trump is the front runner on for for the Republicans, so yeah, uh, I was I was pretty freaking Trumpy.
But legit, everything was better. Everything was better. It's so much worse right now uh, with Biden. When you look across, when you look across the board, freaking everything, everything. I tell you what, Trump never did. Trump never told me uh, I had to get a a shot if I wanted to keep my job. Oh, you want to go? You want to go uh, uh, on an airplane? Oh, you better have a shot. Oh, you want to go in here? Oh, you want to work here? You better have a shot. Yes, I was I was still talking. Um, okay. So I'm yeah, I'm Trumpy as hell right now. Here's what I want. And this will dove this 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 dovetails into the whole uh Biden of it all. And we were getting into this a little bit on that show tonight. It's the deep state. It's the bureaucratic the, the if you want to be like very uh, very uh, elitist about it. It's, it's about the, the permanent bureaucratic state. That's what, they don't want to call it the deep state. But they call it the permanent bureaucratic state. Bureaucrats who were not elected and they run shit like the IRS and the FBI and the CIA and all these other agencies and they can make any American's life uh, a living hell. They really can. Let's not forget about Lois Lerner and, and what she did with the IRS. Oh, that was just a handful of employees in Cincinnati. That was just a that was just a handful of employees. Yeah, that's weird. I don't buy that whatsoever. And then when you combine that with, and we'll get we'll get into a lot of this in the next block. When you combine that with what we're finding out now, uh, about the 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 Biden laptop and the business dealings and the multiple LLCs and all that crap. And especially I keep going back to, and this is so huge, the, the, uh, the 51 intelligence officials who all signed off on that, that, that cleverly worded, that cleverly worded letter. Uh, so they could give Biden a, uh, defense against the, the the Trump act I mean I don't want I don't even want to call it an accusation you've got the laptop the FBI had the laptop it's not that hard to confirm the contents so 51 members of the intelligence community signed the letter now you wonder how many people that went out to like hopefully ho it's too many 51 members to sign off on that and go, oh, we're going to affect the election. We're going to affect the election. We're going to we're going to do everything we can to get our guy elected. It's freaking. That's why you get Trumpy. That's why you get Trumpy. We these people have to be rooted out. FBI, CIA. I mean, this has to be. We have to start over with the FBI. Break it into tiny little bits. Keep those little bits going. And then one by one, over the course of four years, completely reinvent it. Get new people in there. You can't have these people running around, signing letters about fake crap they know is a lie. They affected the election. They were more 
than Russian. That's the other thing they said, oh, Russian. It, it has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. I believe that's what it said. It has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation. So, uh, yeah, you know what? If the Russians were going to make something up, I'm sure they would do. If the Russians were going to give us the truth about the Biden family, I bet it would look something like this. Those would be the hallmarks. Well, guess what? Uh, 51 members of the intelligence community, you've got all the hallmarks of traitors. Mm-hmm. We'll be back right after this. We're going to play a commercial. I don't know a rhyme for commercial, but I'll make it up. Yeah, we'll be right back. And I will bitch about the Bidens and we'll have laughs. And there is more to talk about after this. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandra, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. I know karate, I know jiu-jitsu, I drive like a gay, so when I'm coming to see you, see you. And we are back, just as promised. I'm a little fired up. As I look at my notes, I get fired up. And then I'm thinking, I should just warn these guys. I should just warn them. Just go to the Patreon uh, after this, because we're going to go long, and I'm going to shove a bunch of good... I'm going to shove a bunch of good stuff into the Patreon segment. Oh, yeah. Cup of coffee. Cup of coffee in a big time. Here's what I can't stand about, uh, see, I see these things and, and this is what fires me up. I'm like, oh, we got to get, <clears throat> we got to get locked and loaded for this uh, Biden stuff because we did that little handoff uh, to the Biden uh, family. And it is the family. And it's not that hard to figure out. 
But the Justice Department, uh, you've got you've got uh, you got uh, uh, James Comer from uh, Kentucky, right? He's 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 in charge of the uh, House Oversight Committee, so he subpoenaed the FBI for records about a alleged criminal scheme with the Bidens, and then the uh, the FBI. What they did is they uh, okay. Here's so here's what Comer wanted. Comer wanted. Uh, this document that shows the details, allegedly, of an arrangement involving an exchange of money for policy decisions between now President Biden and a foreign national. So Comer, he he sends him the subpoena. He's like, "Hey, I need a, uh, I need a copy of the uh, of an F do uh, an FD ten twenty three which is actually the, the name of the document I'm looking at, it, right? You know, I need a, hey, could you guys send over the, uh, the uh, FD uh, 1023? And then uh, the FBI says no. The, the, the FBI just said no. They, they, they wrote a letter back and they go, hey, that, uh, that, uh, that kind of information is sensitive law enforcement material. And so, okay, so you admit is that is that like a non is that a confirmation that you have a document about a uh, a, a a scheme policy scheme with uh, money for hey make this decision? But wow, they're just like the FBI is telling Congress they're t- they're telling the House Oversight uh, Committee, mm, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. How much can they uh, protect this guy? And then you've got this is uh, this this was great too. This was great. I'm liking this uh, James Comer guy more and more because they had that press conference, uh, the House Oversight Committee, and they're talking about all this money coming into all these LLCs from for, from foreign you know other they're coming from like like Romania. They're coming from freaking Ukraine. They're coming from China. All this money uh, comes over to the to the the Bidens, but it doesn't go. It goes into an LLC, which then someone puts in another LLC, and then they divvy it up and they spread it all around to like every member of the Biden family. That's freaking suspicious, bro. <laughs> That's freaking suspicious. And then. So they're doing this press conference about, okay, so there's this LLC and the money was dispensed this way and they have the bank records to show it. And so the uh, the press is like, hey, doesn't, uh, didn't Jared and Ivanka Trump, didn't they make money? You know what? Last time I checked, uh, uh, Jared has a legit, uh, he has a, he has a business that does stuff. They do. They do real estate. They they do developments. They they the the Trump. They build thing. They actually do a thing. And did that money? Did that money that Jared and Ivanka get? Did that run through a gajillion different LLCs? And it was it was Baron Trump freaking paid. <laughs> and so Comer in the uh, in. It was great in the press conference. It, you know, he was unintentionally funny, really. But he's saying like, and he's got that southern accent. You know, he's from Kentucky. He's like, with a business, you know, you would expect, you know, with with invoices and uh, why are you running it through all these different companies? 
And normally a business uh, produces something. This business, we can't, we don't, what does it produce? Like, what do they, there's no, it's not like, uh, you know, uh, China's like, hey, uh, Biden family, you guys make uh, the best kazoos in the business. We're going to buy, we're going to buy a handful of kazoos, which seriously, they probably should have done it in hindsight. Fucking bird calls, uh, mouse traps, some bullshit. At least do some. If somebody's going to give you uh, millions of dollars for goods and or services, you better be able to provide uh, a good or a service, right? Be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm Hunter Biden. And uh, yeah, we were building China. Uh, I'm, I'm suddenly I'm Norm MacDonald. Uh, yeah, we were building China. They love our kazoos and, uh, they buy them at, uh, they buy them at, uh, a million dollars a pop. But each one of these kazoos is, uh, it's handcrafted. They don't have shit to show for it. That's the other thing that drives me crazy. Like, at least try to be slick. And it's funny, like, you know, oh, so many years ago, Obama was like, hey, never underestimate Joe's ability, uh, to, to fuck it up. And seriously, if you are if you are like on the uh, the board of the Clinton Foundation or uh, you know the Obama found whatever all these foundations, this shit goes back decades. It goes back. They've been running this. They've been running this scam uh, since since Carter, I believe, and probably before that. Here's what you do. It's not that hard, you guys. You open up a foundation and our foundation is going to do good works and we're going to educate people about whatever the fuck you want to do. The importance of day planners. So, hey, foreign countries, give us millions and millions of dollars and then we'll make a fucking handful of day planners and send them over. Right. That's that's what Hillary was doing with Haiti. Right. Oh, give us money. Give us money. We've got a foundation and we're going to help Haiti. And damn they totally screwed over those people. However, they did enough stuff to make it just legitimate. It was just legitimate enough. And then here you, you got the Bidens who are just like, just take the money. Just take the money. We'll figure it out later. Just, we got a foundation. We'll take, we'll figure it out later. It's like, it's just lazy and sloppy. And it's one thing to like, you know, do a crime and use your power for, you know, you use your influence for personal gain, but at least try to trick me. At least try to. I know Jim uh, Jim Biden has been doing it for years. He's been doing it for years, and if you listen to this show, you know he's in the uh, construction business. We're gonna listen. Uh, we got to rebuild Afghanistan. So tell you what, uh, hey Halliburton, you give me give me the contract. I'll put in a air quote bid. But make sure you get it to me, and I could uh, I can rebuild a uh, you know a, a two room hut for like uh, three million dollars a hut, and then uh, I'll pocket two million of that, and then I'll get for each hut, and then I'll give you a piece. He'll cut you in for uh, you know five hundred thousand a hut. That's just how it works. And and Jim Biden has been doing that for ages. You know, and it's, they're freaking, they're, they're doing it. It's not the Bidens, but it's like the other thing the the bureaucratic state is doing that shit in, in California now. And it's so insanely frustrating. They're like, oh, we got a homeless problem. We got a homeless problem. 
we got to build some affordable housing. How freaking hard do you think it is to take a railroad car or, a, or one of those shipping containers, slap in some insulation, run some wiring, slap on some drywall, you know, okay, you got electricity and you got a little air conditioning unit and you're not going to burn up to death of heat in the California summer, but at least you have a dry place to, you know, rest your head and you're not going to get for how hard is that to do? How you could do that. I, I'm telling you for, for, for pennies. Oh, but not in California. No, 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 no. These have to be, we have, we have to build them like this and it has to be that. It's, I, I, I'm going to look it up right now. Let's look it up right now. Uh, hoo -hoo. This is one of those things where I didn't know where the conversation was going to take me. Uh, California. I saw the price on these. Uh, and you're like, are you kidding me? It was like a million dollars. Uh, a unit. And, and you're just, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh... Yes, yes. Los Angeles is spending up to $837,000 to house a single homeless person. Okay? So uh, a $1.2 billion program intended to quickly build housing for LA's sprawling homeless population, it's moving too slowly. <laughs> with costs spiking, imagine that. One project under development expects to hit as much as $837,000 for each housing unit. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. And this is the this is the great this is the great problem. Because when you're when you're on like my side, you're like that's fucking insane. It's insane. And then, uh, you know, liberals will be like, well, at least they're trying. At least they're trying. Good Lord. And then, then you got a real problem. Because you're like, wow, we wanted to help the homeless people, but there was cost overruns. And we went through $1.2 We went through it fast. It looks like we're going to have to double that. Where are we going to get that money? Oh, my gosh. We should invent this tax or invent that tax or this one. And you just wipe out the middle class. Poor people aren't paying for that. And rich people be like, oh yeah, I gave, I gave. And then if there is a new tax, it doesn't affect them whatsoever. That's the problem with the big bureaucratic state. And then you got the, the, the Bidens just thoroughly connected to the deep state, just connected dick to mouth. <laughs> And the, and the House Oversight Committee is like, hey, uh, could you guys give us that form? No, no, we can't. That's uh, that's part of an investigation. Good Lord in heaven. Good Lord. The Oversight Committee is saying that the Biden family, their business, got over $10 million from Romania and China. Those are just those two. Just those two. What are they doing for the money? Come on. That's why I'm Trumpy, guys. That is why I'm Trumpy. Oh my God, squirrel fight, squirrel fight. It's brutal. <laughs> if I had a video camera. 
I looked out my window and these squirrels were just going at it. And then so, of course, I say squirrel fight, squirrel fight. Like you can just look out the window with me and see. Okay. There's a squirrel fight outside. Those squirrels are really fighting. Maybe they were just getting it on. <laughs> Mrs. Squirrel, she likes it rough. And Mr. Squirrel, he's feeling tough. No, I think it was a fight. I don't think that was Squirrel S&M. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about, uh, I'm a little worried. This is going to bleed into, this is going to bleed into, uh, uh, the, the Patreon segment of the show. Because this is Tucker Carlson stuff. This is Tucker. This is Twitter. And it's also a young lady by the name of Yakarino. Yakarino! The new uh, Twitter CEO. Which uh, is worrisome. Which is worrisome. But we'll, we'll start with the... Uh, we'll start with the, the good stuff. The good stuff about Tucker. I was thrilled to see... Mm. Well, be careful about this too as he takes a big uh, drink of his drink so Fox fires Tucker they got him under contract through the rest of 2024 they got a negotiated dismount make a split they don't want to pay him the, you know, the package blah 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 and you're like all bummed out and you're like well I guess that we won't hear from that guy then he comes out and he's like oh I'm going to do a thing on Twitter and you're like, ooh, that's exciting. You know, he's racking up view after view after view after view. I'm a little concerned about uh, Tucker on Twitter. And I don't know why. Actually, I kind of do. It all happened so fast. There's uh, there's like an, it, it was almost like a knee-jerk reaction on Tucker's part. You're like, really? You thought about all of your options? I guess he had a couple of days, but like, I'm kind of thinking it through as I, as I talk about it. And, and you're like, you don't, you didn't want to do like, uh, like Tucker.com or, or, you know, you know, Tucker news dot, but then I guess not. Every, here's the deal though. If he's Tucker Carlson on Twitter, like, I just, why wouldn't he want to build his own thing? If I'm Tucker Carlson, hello, I'm Tucker Carlson, I would build my own thing. And who's to say he's not? Who's to say he's not? Uh, but like him announcing, uh, I'm going to be doing thing. You don't have to, I mean, you can be on Twitter. You can promote it on Twitter. You can show stuff on Twitter. But it's like, it's like he, he made a fast decision. Like, oh, I'll do Tucker Carlson on Twitter. There's got to be something else there. There has to be something, another aspect to it. Because I'm telling you, if I had uh, if I had Tucker Carlson money, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this one. If I had Tucker money, that show tonight would be insane. We'd have so much for real. I would 
the plans for that show tonight and the other shows are, it's coming along. It's going great. Thank you so much for subscribing. But if I had Tucker Carlson money, and then we're still on Twitter, you can still put stuff on Twitter. I don't know. You get excited about stuff. And then you have to remember like, oh yeah, they're just people. They're, they're not, uh, they're not infallible. They, they make mistakes. And like, like Elon Musk with this new CEO, maybe there's got to be more there as we, uh, as we find out about it. But like, really, dude, you're worried about free speech and, and an open and fair exchange of ideas. And, and you run out and you grab up Linda Yaccarino from the, from the World Economic Forum, from Klaus Schwab. From Klaus Schwab, you got, really? That's who you, because I tell you what, uh, it all goes back to the, to the World Economic Forum. All roads lead to that. Now, maybe, maybe this chick had a bad experience over there. Maybe she met up with Elon and she's like, holy shit, we need freedom of speech so fast. Because I swear to God, I was looking at their books and they got some plans and they're going to do X, Y, and Z. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's, maybe that's how she got in there. We're going to talk about her. And this new thing that the car companies are doing. There's so much stuff that we have to fight back again. I don't know if you've heard about these, uh, these subscription services that they're trying to sell on new cars. I'm not even kidding you. This is crazy. But if you want heated seats in a BMW... You have to subscribe. You have. To. They're like, yeah, uh, we could have put a switch in there, but it's not going to come on unless you subscribe, uh, which is insane. It's insane. And also, Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly is back in my good graces. Yeah, she is in fuego. So we're going to talk about that, uh, a little bit about the West Nyack show, the uh, American Misfits. That's all coming up on Patreon. Make sure you get tickets for that. I have uh, I have a feeling that those those tickets are going to be that's going to be a good one. I mean, I know the show's going to be good. How sweet is that? And it begs for a. Uh, say anything i'm wearing clean underpants and i'm doing my big old dance you guys are fantastic thanks for enduring come over to the patreon segment there's so much more waiting for you right there <laughs>